This is Dating While Gray, the grown-up's guide to love, sex, and relationships. I'm Laura Stasi, and I can't believe it. We are in the final weeks of 2023. Want to guess how many dates I've had this year? I'll tell you my number if you tell me yours. On this episode, we are dishing on dating. I don't want to leave you hanging, so I'll tell you up front. So far this year, I have had zero dates. Zero. I did try, sort of. I got back online early this year for a hot minute, but I quickly decided I don't have time for this. There was way too much going on with my career, my home, my family. There were so many changes. The last time I experienced this much upheaval, was a decade ago when my marriage ended. For me, 2023 has been like starting all over again. A lot of the change has been good change. Still, even that's stressful. I'm grateful I haven't had to worry about anyone but myself. I've been able to burrow in and just deal with it all. And I feel like it won't be long before I'll be ready to get back out there. Timing's a big thing about yes, everything. Yes, I, I agree. It's I like, agree. You know, timing is how long you've been divorced, where your mind is, your job is, you know, where you are in life. Those two voices belong to, let's call them Vinny and Rachel. They're both in their 60s, divorced. I met them playing pickleball. Well, first I met Vinny, and then he introduced me to Rachel. And I'm happy they agreed to dish, because I think their story is unique. I saw his profile on Match, and I saw him in his picture of himself in a tux, and it just jumped out at me. So I think I said hi first to him, and I don't know whether I referred to the tux or I, I'm not sure how our conversation started, but we started chatting right away. And we realized that we live lowly right around the corner from each other. I think I could walk to her condo and. Less than five minutes. Plus, she said the magic word, pickleball. And I said, I love pickleball. So we said, let's meet. And I think we had lunch a couple times or dinner, a couple lunches. Dinner. And I don't even remember. Gosh, it's, it's, so this is dating while gray, right? Because I'm, I'm feeling like my memory is really bad. Yeah. Um, was it Silver Diner the first date? I think so. Yeah, because we ate outside. It was COVID. Yeah, that's right. I remember now. And you didn't wear your tux. No, I did not. <laughs> but um, yeah, we were eating outside because... Um, yeah, because we had, the, you know, because we were not in a restaurant. We were under the little picnic cabanas yeah. or whatever mm-hmm. they had. I remember the menus and everything were blowing yes, around. Yes, it was windy. Yes. Mm-hmm. Something happened that day, though. Didn't somebody that you knew come up to us? Probably. That happens <laughs> yeah. all the time. I don't know. Yeah, I, it I don't was remember. fun. It was a fun. It was well, definitely we, a know, fun first date. We had a good date. time because we went out. Yeah, like three, three times, times maybe. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. I thought she was nice. I mean, you know, let's try this again and see where it goes. I want to give everybody, give everybody a fair chance. I mean, there was no red flags that popped up or a whole bunch of them. And I said, "Yeah, we'll do it again." And I think we had dinner or lunch at Jackson. Mm-hmm. So we had a good time there. And then we, you know, we connected on pickleball. One of the women that I played pickleball with that I don't think you had met yet. 
she goes, you know, my husband plays in this band. It was like three guitars and uh, invited us to this new place. And um, we went and it was raining, but they owned two restaurants. So we went to the wrong one, but we still had a good meal. And so at this point, I'm remembering now, you knew that couple. But you also, when we first played pickleball together, I remember everybody knew you and all the women wanted to come up and hug you. And I hate when that happens. So I'm sure you were enjoying that, but it kind of was, that was a red, speaking of red flags, that was a little bit of a red flag for me because I kind of am looking for a guy that is um, less popular with the women. I'm just outgoing. I mean, that's yeah. just my personality. I'm like yeah. extrovert to the nth degree. And, and I don't want to share. We've noticed that. <laughs> you don't play well in the sandbox with others. <laughs> the um, popularity with the women definitely, you know, didn't strike me in a positive way. But I liked the way you talked about his family, um, not his ex-wife, but his kids, his three kids, his sons, talks about them a lot. And it was so obvious that you're crazy about them and they're your life. And I think you even use those words. Probably. I yeah. mean, sometimes they won't agree with it, I'm sure, a lot of times. Well, but. but what you also shared with me was how they were raised, how you raised them and how, you know, with the loft in your townhome and how that was converted into a place for. Man cave. Yeah. Man cave. For boys to, um, you know, be social, have their friends over and you provided a refrigerator for them. And, you know, it was just. Very impressive how you were focused on your on your kids. No, I, I mean, like they, you know, they were my focus. You know, I knew my boys were going to be with me, and I didn't want them roaming around, roaming the streets and trying to get in trouble like I did as a kid. And um, I set up my man cave, my loft. The only thing we don't have up there was a bathroom. You had to walk down a flight of steps, but I had a refrigerator, I had surround sound, I had Xbox, I had four computers up there. One for me, one for each of them, and they didn't have to leave. But, it was, you know, it was like a little oasis for me and them. So I just thought that was really cool that you did that. It, you know, it's selfless, and it's loving. It's so loving to well, be that kind of parent. Well, I also knew where they'd be. You know, they yeah. wouldn't be roaming for, the yeah, streets. Yeah, protective, right. But it was a good sign to me. So, yeah, after the second date, Vinny told me he was going to have a party at his place. He was going to um, invite a bunch of people from pickleball and from the neighborhood and then also this ex-girlfriend was invited to bring her dog because you had your dog at the time and uh, yeah, one of my son's dogs yeah mm-hmm, mm-hmm. she was living with me yeah and um i was busy in the kitchen what's new i heard the doorbell ring and i looked over to see who was coming in and i see Vinny bending over to kiss this woman so that was kind of a uh, turning point for me. You know, I, I just kind of felt like I, I've never been one to, if if there's a friend of mine or another woman that has a somebody that she likes, I, I right away back away. So I didn't want to, you know, I right away wanted to be friends with this woman because, you know, it was Vinny's friend. So, um, but that was a turning point for me, thinking of Vinny in a romantic way. So I also got a kiss from the dog. <laughs> I missed that. I didn't get to see well, that. that was be- because the dog is going to do that before anybody comes in after her, or she's not going to let anybody else in. And after this party, we did go, and we sat at dinner and had a very nice dinner. I remember it was it was oh, yeah. delicious food, 
and great conversation. But you said at that dinner, we're not a match, but I have somebody that I want you to meet. We had a conversation that, you know, we realized we weren't quite a good match for each other just because it wasn't that there was anything wrong with the other. We just have different personalities and they didn't mesh too well. So she said, you know, I still want to be friends with you and play pickleball with you because I was going to get her into this pickleball group I was in. And I said, that's fine. I said, actually, I'm a happy person. I want my friends to be happy. And you're one of my friends now. I don't have many single male friends at this point. I mean, they're all married or dead. I mean, well, I mean, sad but true. It just is, you know. So I said, but I've got this guy who's single that I would like you to meet, and maybe you guys hit it off. I mean, he's my friend, but he's totally different from me. I mean, not in a bad way, but just we're just different people. So when I met your friend, um, I did like him, actually. He's an intelligent, fun, adventurous man, and we hit it off kind of. We went out three times um, pretty quickly. Now, on the third time, we um, went out on this um, long drive. He's got a really nice car and went out on a long drive. And we pulled into this parking lot where he backed his car very carefully into this spot. And when I opened up my door, there was mud. And I realized that he wasn't as considerate as I would like for my guy to be. Just step right in mud, darling. Yeah. (laughs) And so, because he spent an awful lot of time picking this spot. And then you said, well, I've got a friend that you could meet, being the V-woman. Right. And as it turns out, we went to get together. So my friend sees her friend that was going to meet me. They started off on this three-hour conversation, and that was the end of that. Hit it off immediately. I mean, Lily, he walked in late. Talk, talk, boom. talk. And that, that was the end of that. I mean, they were just gone out of the whole picture that day. Similar personalities, wouldn't you say? Yes, very much so. They were very much alike, those two. When I introduced them, like Vinny said, they were immediate friends. It was like, and you know, how the magnets just Just go started together. talking, and they seemed to have had endless topics I mean, they didn't to stop. talk about. I mean, we couldn't even get a word in edgewise. Well, then we went out for ice cream. There was this really nice ice cream place close by. Of course, I'm being the gentleman I am. Treats, by, yeah. That's not a way to impress. Well, I mean, it was like a $3 ice cream. It I was mean, obvious that he liked her. I was just kind of dumbfounded. I mean, I almost apologized to her for him. It was obvious that those two were a pair. Oh, yeah. I mean, they were just like going down the path right away. I mean, it was pretty obvious. And it was like, oh, well, kind of like a salesman. You got to get used to being rejected. It'd be really nice of, you know, like Rachel says, oh, I got so-and-so that I just met the other day or worked with, and she'd be perfect for you. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I'm how looking, often I'm that looking, happen? Vinny, I'm looking. I appreciate that, but I mean, the chances of winning the lottery getting struck by lightning are probably better. But I'm the same way, Vinny. I think that um, as I spend these years as a single woman, first of all, when I got a divorce, I never dreamt I'd be single for this long. Eight uh, years, either. you know. Um, hey, I've been... Yeah, you know, 27. 27, so... So uh, here I am single for a long time, and I'm finding that I, I am pretty content by myself. I'm just wanting to have some companionship. 
Yeah, it's just a kind of a weird thing that nobody's figured out. That's why all these online dating sites make a lot of money. Yeah. Well, not to say that I wouldn't want to get married again, but I think that the chances are slim. And and then again, you know, you think, well, what does God have in store for me? You know? Well, you play pickleball and meet, meet somebody that's got a dating podcast. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Call it Dating While Gray. <laughs> Vinny's friend and Rachel's friend were hot and heavy for a few months, but there's a complication that has nothing to do with compatibility. Their romantic relationship is now on hold. They're still friends, just like Vinny and Rachel are. And don't you especially love what Vinny says about wanting to help out his friends? Vinny and Rachel are also both on the dating market. Rachel told me she recently met someone online and thought there was potential, until their first date when he told her she had, quote, Nice breasts. Come on now. Seriously? You know, I get a lot of voicemails from listeners about some uncomfortable interactions, like this one. Hi there. Um, my name is Ed. I'm from Colorado. I had been on Match and OkCupid, and I, I had several dates. And, you know, even dates I didn't follow up on, everything went, went uh, very friendly and amicable um, until I got on match and I saw this woman and I thought oh you know we might have something in common so I contacted her and um, and she said um, well why don't we talk first before we meet and I said yeah that's a good idea and I had done that a lot with other women I had met online um, and uh, so I uh, after texting and then I actually called her and I got on the phone and, and all of a sudden uh, as we were talking she became like very truculent and uh, accusatory and uh, uh, just was uh, asking me, being critical and saying, why why aren't you asking about me? And I said, I, I did ask several questions about you. And she became really so rude that finally I said, I'm sorry, but I, I think this conversation is over. And uh, she said, fine, and then hung up. And so I was glad I never actually got to the date. And since then, by the way, I've met somebody wonderful. We've been together three and a half years, so uh, I'm not a rude monster. Thank you, Laura. Thank you, Ed, for sharing that. Mm. Sometimes it feels like we all just need to be a little kinder and gentler with each other. We're going to hear more listener voicemails and stories about dating. That's after the break. Hormone Harmony is a supplement for women of all ages and all stages of menopause. And it's become a phenomenon. I hear that a bottle of Hormone Harmony is sold every 24 seconds. Hormone Harmony is by Happy Mammoth, the company dedicated to making women's lives easier. And that means using only science-backed ingredients like herbal extracts called adaptogens. They help the body adapt to stressors, including hormonal changes that naturally occur throughout a woman's lifetime. They can help alleviate hot flashes, night sweats, and that feeling of being tired all the time. The biggest benefit, feeling like yourself again. That's what women mention over and over in the more than 17,000 reviews for Hormone Harmony. For a limited time, you can get 15% off on your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code datingwhilegray at checkout. 
That's happymammoth.com and use the code DATINGWHILEGRAY for 15% off today. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Whether we found the one or are still searching, romantic relationships can be stressful sometimes. And I've learned that when I keep my emotions bottled up, it starts to affect me negatively. I know that therapy is a safe space to get things off my chest and figure out how to work through whatever's weighing me down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, how about giving BetterHelp a try? It's entirely online, so it's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire so you can get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash DatingWhileGray today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash DatingWhileGray. For me, getting back out there means sprucing up my date night wardrobe, but I don't necessarily want to have a lot of extra stuff to hang on to. That's why I was happy to find out about Armoire. It's a clothing rental service and it really takes away the stress about what to wear. For a monthly fee, members get access to high-quality designer clothing for any occasion. Just take a five-minute style quiz to get suggestions, and then pick what you want. The clothes arrive in as little as two days. One of the items I chose is a green v-neck wrap dress that works for both business and pleasure. And here's one thing I really love. Armoire is women-founded and women-led. Right now, my listeners can give Armoire a try and get up to 50% off their first month. That's up to $125 off. Just visit armoire.style slash gray. That is armoire.style, A-R-M-O-I-R-E dot style slash gray to get up to 50% off your first month and never worry about what to wear again. Try Armoire today. You remember Kevin from episode 5, What Some Men Want. He and his college sweetheart got married and raised eight kids. My name's Kevin, and I'm 61 years old. Kind of got put off track by getting divorced uh, late late in life. And uh, I feel like that's kind of consumed a lot of my thoughts and in days but uh i guess it makes sense you know maybe after over 30 years of marriage then that change would uh would cause you have to rethink things we separated in 2017 and it was final in 2018 man you just don't imagine the time would go by as fast as it does right i mean i can't imagine well first of all i can't imagine being single (laughs) this whole time you know what i mean like i just didn't think yeah how does that happen you know but here we are. Kevin told me he's not comfortable yet with going online, but he is trying to make things happen in real life. There's this uh, woman at work that I've asked out a, a few times now, and uh, thankfully, or not so thankfully, she says no, you know. And so it uh, that that's not a bad thing. For, for me, it's not a bad thing. It's like, well, you know, I tried, and if it was meant to be, she would have said yes, right? I'm sorry, I have to pick at this a little bit. Oh, okay, good. You've asked her out a few times. Yeah. She said no every time. Yes. 
Yes. How many times does she have to say no before you're going to stop asking her out? Oh, no, I've stopped. I asked her out three times and, and uh, you know, uh, a couple of my daughters said, yeah, dad, you just need to stop. Which, you know, I mean, it, it just confirmed what I already knew. Uh, my daughters, my old older daughters, right? They said, uh, if she wants to go out with you, she'll let you know. And that was just so freeing, right? That, that really made me feel like, okay, yeah, I agree. I appreciate you saying that. No, I think it is really hard because, and especially, and again, I don't know this woman, but if people aren't being direct and it's hard to be direct because you don't want to hurt someone. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She's, it, yeah. She's saying, you know, oh, maybe ask again or whatever. Oh no, yeah, no, not even think. that. It was just like, <laughs> oh man, the, the first time I asked her out, she goes, oh, that's just so cute. That was her oh. response. <laughs> and I went, okay, that's interesting. So. Which, I mean, it did kind of make me laugh. And she did, she is, she is just super nice. Of course, I wouldn't, you wouldn't ask out somebody who isn't nice, right? Well, okay, now I have to ask, what did she say the second time? Um, the second time she said that she was doing something else. So I'm, I'm going, you know, going shopping with my daughter or something to that effect, right? And so that kind of gave me the feel like, okay, this, that was a more of a blow off, right? Uh, and then the third time was just coffee. She's like, oh no, I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I'm not up for coffee or something to that effect. So, okay. She needs to, so yeah, yeah, yeah. she's so, not interested, but she could have yeah. just said after she said, oh, that's so cute. <laughs> I mean, which is a weird response, but um, anyway, <laughs> good for you for moving on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And actually good yeah. for you for even making the attempt. Because yes. especially somebody, yeah, that's yeah. hard. Well, and part of it's your fault, right? Because of the dating while gray uh podcast kind of made me think yeah you know it's not it's not like i'm uh, it's not like i can't ask right i mean it's it's like people do this you know so uh-huh. and uh you well, know I, fault, I mean okay fault is not the right word uh, I just, to my uh, credit <laughs> to your credit agreed i agree to your credit i did to yes, get off yes. the mark and actually ask asked her out and so here's here's the uh ongoing saga with that is i still see her like almost I could see her every day, but I try to, I try not to, right. Cause I don't want to be that guy, but, um, yeah. but we, we still get along. We still talk, you know, we're still friendly. And so, um, uh, if she, if she ever is interested that she's going to have to, um, you know, the balls in her court, which is, which is, yeah. which is appropriate. Okay. If you feel like slamming on Kevin, let's remember he hasn't dated in decades. So it's not as clear to him as it may be to us and to his daughters that you don't go back a second or a third time, especially with a coworker. And can we also recognize that even if his coworker was initially caught off guard, she should have used her words after that to make it clear that for whatever reason, she's not interested. Judging from the voicemails I get, Kevin isn't the only one whose dating journey hasn't necessarily gone as planned. Hi, Laura. I'm a very young 70-year-old retired nurse who uh, set up a nonprofit organization and has been able to keep busy doing that. But there is that hole in my life that is relationship. I got to the point where I just figured I'm just born to walk alone. But I dipped my toe into the dating pool again, online dating, and I kind of call myself a serial dater. And I've had a lot of fun doing it. I've met some really great guys and some really not so great guys, but it isn't too hard. 
to figure out what's what and weed them out. And I have a date tomorrow night for a walk in the park with our dogs, and uh, we'll see. But the stories I could tell you. Hello, Laura. I'm 64 years old. I was married for 20 years, but have been divorced now for 24. And in those 24 years, I have been on and off many, if not all, dating sites trying to meet a good match. For sometimes, uh, for a year or more, I have stayed off the sites thinking that I will just meet someone naturally. But I've come to learn that I just it just doesn't seem to happen in this day and age. I've lived in many different places, um, Ann Arbor, Michigan, Boulder, Colorado, Honolulu, Hawaii, and now I'm in the middle of nowhere in Oregon. <laughs> I have kind of given up, but hope springs eternal, and you know, I've had a date or two with one fella, and I'm hoping it might work out, you know how it is. <laughs> Hi, Laura. I am a 58-year-old woman, divorced. I've been single for about five years now. I have been on every dating website that you can think of, at least once, some more than once. On your show, I hear a lot about women and men talking about their dating, history and experience. I'm in a different place, I guess. I can't find a person to date. Like, I can't I don't get any responses on dating sites. You know, I'm, yes, I'm 58. I'm a little bit overweight. I'm not super, super attractive. I wonder if there's other women out there that just don't get any responses and and want to actually have the dating experience. Um, let me know if uh, I hear from other women like that. Thank you. Thanks to all the callers, and believe me, you're not alone, even as there are some of us who, when it comes to dating, can report more hopeful outcomes, whether it's by meeting people in real life or online. Hi, Laura. My name is Kelly. I just turned 60. I have never been married. Um, Not that I wasn't in love. Several times I think I was probably in love. But anyways, I decided I needed to pursue my dream, and I became a flight attendant. So I've been doing this for a year now. And I was went down to Lima, Peru, and met this lovely man from Argentina in the hotel. And we just kind of clicked. And he asked me for my WhatsApp, and we stayed in touch. But I think what the amazing thing is is that I don't really have any expectations on this. Um, I'm just letting it roll where it rolls. Um, We're going up to Iguazu Falls. I'm going to spend about 10 days there. We talk every day on WhatsApp, and he's just super amazing. Um, He loves to travel like I do. We just had so much in common, and I don't know. It's this is just very different going into this at this age without all the blocks of do you want children? Do you not want children? Do they have young children? Are they just divorced? It's um, 
It's a very different time. My name is Allison, born and bred in the Midwest, but I've been in North Carolina for close to 20 years after about 20 years in Los Angeles. And I am a divorced mother of three adult children, and I run a small software company. Remember Allison from episode six, Love and Business. Her romantic and work partnership with her husband ended. They got divorced and he left the company, and Allison is still CEO. This is what happened when she decided to start dating again. Jeff and I met last May, met on Match.com, uh-huh. and I had recently expanded my search parameters because I wasn't finding folks in my own backyard. He lives about 500 miles away. And I sent him a note. I said, I love your profile. You know, if the distance is a deal breaker, just let me know. And he wrote back immediately and said, oh, no, there's, you know, something in your eyes that tells me we should meet. And I thought, that's either going to be the most romantic thing or that's going to be a real line. And I'm not sure. So he said, you know, let's have a call. So I said, great. So we scheduled a FaceTime for a few days down the road. And we got on the FaceTime. Two hours later, we look at each other and we said, what do we do about this? This something's going on here. And he said, well, I want to meet you. And I said, well, I want to meet you too. And he said, well, I'm taking a flyer here. He said, I have a wedding next weekend in Philadelphia. My nephew's getting married. It's a big formal wedding at the downtown club in Philadelphia. And I said, do you need a date? (laughs) And he said, "Uh, yeah, I do. And I said, I accept. Oh, my goodness. A week later, our first date, I met his entire family, including his ex-wife, his children, and all his siblings. And it was just the most fabulous night. And then we saw each other and we saw we're 500 miles apart. So we, I drive up to Pennsylvania. He'd drive down to Durham. Um, he met me in New York when I had some business. And then our fifth date, he had purchased a trip out to Edinburgh, Scotland for the British Open with a friend of his at an auction. And last minute, the friend couldn't go. And he said, well, why don't you take your girlfriend? So he calls me and says, do you want to go to Scotland with me <laughs> on, on our fifth date? And I said, let me check my calendar. Yeah, I think I'll go. Yeah. So it's just been this kind of crazy thing, Laura, where we feel like we're 17 years old. And yet between us, we have a combined 12 decades of life experience, right? So it's this like head in the clouds, feet on the ground. Life is short. Go have fun. Be unapologetic love the people you love, right? And every day we're just, it. we just look at each other and go, this is crazy that this happened, but we're totally committed and it's it's wonderful. And it certainly makes me, I don't want to say it feels like it's worth it, everything that I've gone through, because that's, that's not the lens I want to put on it. Because if I had stayed single my whole life, I, I still would have said I made the right decision for me. But it's wonderful to feel in this relationship, you know, what I believe relationships can be. And I'm extraordinarily grateful for that. Are you planning to continue to be long distance? You said you're engaged. No, he's moving down here to Durham where I live. I'm getting him down here slowly but surely. Um, he's got some business interests up, up in Pennsylvania. So, um, But it's fun to, it's fun to watch the, the commitment develop. And, you know, we're growing and we have our own businesses and we have kids and all that kind of stuff. And we're still goofy and giddy and just crazy mad in love. So yeah, he's he's getting his fanny down here. No question. I read something in a book once and it was basically counseling women because most women do initiate divorce. And it was saying divorce, not because you think there's someone better out there for you, 
but divorce because whatever you have now is not good for you. It's not the best it could be. So if you know if you'd be happy being single for the rest of your life, and in some ways that was kind. Of, I thought, oh, that's a little bit. Um, I don't know. Oh, he's better than nothing, kind of a thing. But I think it just does take a certain amount of bravery to leave a relationship without another one to be going to. But if you happen to find another one, I mean, that's the most beautiful thing of all. And I think it's the it's the opposite of the traditional like business advice, right? Is don't don't run from something, be running to something. And I think that advice does not hold in relationships, right? Because you don't want to be running to another relationship. And then if that doesn't pan out, then you ran away from something that maybe still had some promise. But um, I agree with you that I think it's, I didn't want to live my life. And again, this is nothing against my ex-husband. I didn't want to live my life feeling like there's maybe, there's something that's a better fit for me out there, right? I felt like I needed to try and I needed to, to not be in a position where I was going to be resentful or feeling like I'm kind of ignoring my own needs and stuff because then what kind of partner am I to him right so but it is a very tough decision yeah I guess just my kind of my philosophy in, in life is you know don't be afraid to want more you know don't be afraid to be selfish or to be what other people might call greedy or whatever if you're if you're acting authentically and you feel like that can make you a better version of yourself then lean into it that's certainly worked out for me so far. Personally, the distance aspect would make me nervous. I'd be inclined to not even open that door. But after hearing Allison's story, now I'm thinking, who might I be missing? Maybe widening my geographic parameters is a resolution for my dating efforts in the new year. Oh, so great to hear from so many of you. We couldn't fit everything into this episode. So we'll continue the conversations next week with our final episode for 2023. We're calling it More Dishing on Dating. Aren't we clever? Check back in with us next week. In the meantime, you can get in touch to let me know about your dating efforts or resolutions. Perhaps we'll explore in 2024. To get in touch, go to datingwellgrade.com and at the top, click Contact. Dating While Gray's audio production and mix is by Steve Lack Audio. For more on the show, check out datingwhilegray.com. That's where you can find the latest episodes, plus the archive of previous episodes. You can also find links to send me questions, comments, tips, and true stories through email and voicemail. You know I love hearing from you. While you're there, sign up for the free Dating While Gray e-newsletter delivered every Friday to your inbox. That's datingwhilegray.com. I'm Laura Stassi. Thanks for listening.